Hey, Heartbreakers. Welcome back to another Breakdown bonus episode. I'm bringing back co-worker Justin for the first time in season four. It's been a hot second. I thought you forgot about me. I thought I thought I was I was left behind. <laughs> oh, I didn't forget about you, Justin. For everybody who's a new listener, Justin recently welcomed a baby girl into the world. Mm-hmm. Miss Quinn Apple Kuzart. So mm-hmm. cute. Tell the people the, the meaning behind the name. So first name was just a name my wife liked. Um, so so we went with it. Uh, Apple was my grandmother's name that all like the grandkids called her that. So we went with Apple. Uh, her real name was Eleanor. And my cousin named her daughter Eleanor. So we couldn't like copy. So we went with Apple. Uh, Eleanor, if I was going to have kids, would be one of my top names. And I'm kind really? of- Yeah. Well, my mom's middle name is Eleanor. Her grandmother's name is Eleanor. And also like from a feminist standpoint, Eleanor Roosevelt. And yeah. I think so many people are naming their kids Eleanor that I'm like, okay, well, if I ever have, if I ever do make the decision I'm- to have kids, probably not. Can't do Eleanor. I need to name it something unique like apple or orange. <laughs> yeah. Well, or like just spell Eleanor with like an exclamation point or something. And then like it's unique. <laughs> She's the most enthusiastic Eleanor. <laughs> my mom actually, my mom spells her name. So the, the typical name is Eleanor, like E-L-E-A-N-O-R. And my mom spells it like E-L-I, like Elinor. So. Oh, Elinor. Okay. Interesting. Like the L could be the exclamation point or something. You know what I mean? Like you could just. <laughs> Why don't I just do like a, like a dollar sign while we're at yeah. it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think you could make it work. Make her like a rapper. <laughs> well, anyway, it's been a hot second. If you're new to the podcast, Justin is affectionately known as ex-coworker Justin. He was mm-hmm. co-worker Justin for a hot second. Now he's ex-coworker Justin because I don't work with him anymore because I don't live in Florida anymore. But he comes on on the, on the occasion to chat about stuff like cheating, which is what we're going to talk about today because this episode was all about this woman's master plan to find out if her husband was cheating on her. And she did it all with a literal Apple watch. She was like looking at text messages that were popping up. She was so sneaky about it too. She like bought a brand new Apple watch and she's like, here, I'm going to give it to you. And when he would like leave it around, he would, she would pick it up, look at the Apple watch and see all like the skeezy stuff that was going down. And I felt like that would be a great break off question to talk about when is it ethical? (laughs) Like, do we think this could have just been solved with a conversation? You know what I mean? Like, should you approach with the conversation first and then go into like FBI mode? Or do you think they're just going to deny it no matter what? Well, so that's what I was leaning towards. Like, if they're cheating, they're probably not going to be like, oh, yeah, thank you for asking. Yes, I am cheating on you because that's not how that goes. So like part of me is like, you should probably have the conversation. And I feel like if you think someone's cheating on you, you kind of have a person that you think they are cheating on you with. So like, instead of being like, are you cheating on me? You could be like things like this said person makes me uncomfortable in our relationship. And probably their reaction, if they care about you is going to be okay. You know, I'll back off with that person. But if they're cheating, it's going to be like, no, don't worry about it. They're fine. You know, nothing to worry about here. Um, Then you're still left with no proof. Then you're still kind of like, if they but then not- you can then you can go into FBI mode after that. You know what I mean? Although I will say doing that, they might you might raise their suspicion of them thinking you you know what I mean? Like they might then think you're onto them and try to go even deeper with it. I'm telling you, if you feel like your gut intuition is telling you that something is up, unless you have like legitimate diagnosed by a therapist trauma, 
I always feel like the gut is correct. I I I agree with you um, because two out of the three relationships I was in, I found out I was getting cheated on. But the, like, and so maybe it is like a trauma thing, right? Like when Nicole and I were together. in the beginning stages of dating, like it was one of those things, like if I didn't get a text back after like 40 minutes, I was like, Oh my God, she's moved on, you know, like (laughs) it's over. So it might've been a little bit of trauma, but um, yeah. So at least 75% it was right. Wait, you were cheated on three times. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, what happened? Just give me like the Spartanus version. Uh, First one was I went to college. She thought I was cheating on her. I wasn't. So then she just cheated on me. Wait, is that the girl who cheated on you with her school principal? No, that's that's the college one. (laughs) Okay, so that's the next one. Okay, because I remember. Yeah, that's the next one. (laughs) I remember that one because I remember thinking that's some juicy information you've been saying. Listen, and down down at your alma mater, down at UF was where all that went down. So just saying. Yeah, that's where all the sleuths hang out (laughs) down in Gainesville. Yeah, for real. So that's, you know, I would say, you know, two of the three got was right. So, yeah, I've never been like cheated on, cheated on mostly because I cannot commit to a man. But I will say (laughs) I was in this one like situationship. And when the slow fade was happening, I could tell that he was talking to other girls, a because you have that gut feeling of something that you can't really confront them about because you can't really put into words, hey, you feel distant. Because then when you say you feel distant, they go, oh, well, I'm I'm fine. I'm and, not, yeah. Okay, and then like, what are you supposed to say to that? But the one thing that tipped me off, and this is like a, uh-huh, duh, but he had unmatched me on the dating app that we had. Um matched on that's a sign and, <laughs> yep, yep. And it was like like a like two weeks later or something that everything had disso- dissolutioned or whatever the word is and so i'm very much in favor of especially if you're a woman because i feel like a woman's intuition is so spot on like i feel like the ethical thing to do is to is to say something first and then um be sneaky sneaky but you know I, what do what you gotta do I even feel weird. Like we have a, we have an Apple computer at the house, like just in for whatever we need it for. And Nicole has it connected to her account. So like a lot of times when she's at work, when she gets text messages, because the iMessage app is on the computer, it'll like ding saying she's getting texts. And so if I'm like on the computer working on something and it starts like dinging in the corner, it's like so-and-so texts you or a number texts you. I'm like, Part of me is like, oh, I, I could click that right now. And then I feel guilty. And I'm like, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> what are your boundaries with Nicole, your wife, about reading each other's text messages and opening each other's phones? I don't care. Like, I, I don't even, you want to know how crazy, I don't even have a password on my phone. Like, just go in there. I, don't, I got nothing to hide. Do you really? There's some, there's some, there's some like nude baby pics now because of my child, but that's about it. I don't really care if anybody has my phone either, but do you think it should be a requirement that you should be able to look into your partner's phone? Um, no, but like if, if she asks, like, or if somebody asks, you shouldn't say no. You know what I mean? Like if someone's like, Hey, can I see your phone? Although I will say like, even though I have nothing to hide from Nicole, when she has my phone, there's a level of anxiety. Like there is oh, a level of like, like what, was, what was the last thing I Googled? Right. Like what, what did I Google? Cause like, I mean, for work, we have to look up some weird things like, you know, and so sometimes that, or it's like, is one of my friends going to send something stupid? Like, bro, look at this hot chick. And then the next thing you know, Nicole's like, yeah, what the hell? <laughs> so there Who is a is level, this? 
Yeah, some level of anxiety still happens. But of course, if she asks me for my phone, I'm never going to say no. I think if somebody was consistently looking at my phone, constantly like grabbing it from me and looking at it. It'd be like, what are you doing? It would get on my nerves so much, even though I literally have nothing to hide. Although I will say my previous search history does concern me. Oh, no, it's a restaurant I'm going to on Friday. Ha ha. I'm scared. But like, if you really like went deep, you would see some weird stuff. Although it is looking surprisingly normal now that I'm looking at it through this lens. Not to, not to get too like, like quote unquote dude. Most of my, like I've been playing immaculate grids, which is such like, it's like a sports thing. And I'm like Googling players, like who played for the Charlotte Hornets and the Mavericks. And so like, that's all my, my search history right now. So well, also for the morning show that I'm on, I feel like we I have at least one weird search a day. Yeah. Granted, it's usually on my computer, but it's always like cockroach sex. Like, do can, yeah. do cockroaches like do they have penises? I don't know. <laughs> I got I got flagged by our company because when I was doing the morning show here, I looked up Kim Kardashian's ass float. She had a pool float of her ass. And I Googled it and the company like HR flagged it and sent it to my IT guy, Will. And Will had to come talk to me about it. He's like, maybe next time just don't use the word ass. I'm like, I mean, what do you want from me? Like, it's a thing. What do you, I mean, it, it would have been the same thing if you said, but like, is right, but, right, right. Not a so, word? But like, even like, so now, like, even like, what was the other thing? Uh, I saw like, a, it was like a clickbait article. It's like, Camila Cabello goes to the beach and goes skinny dipping photos here. And I'm like, if I click on this, Will's now going to come like talk to me because because he's like, what are you doing, dude? Well, like, so why I'm are you looking up this pornographic celeb stuff? Right. I'm like, I'm sorry. We were playing a Camila Cabello song. I got to talk into it. And this is what's trending for her. <laughs> Well, you were also telling me that like now that you I feel like the post-pregnancy hormones have really hit your wife hard where she's waking up every morning and going, are you cheating on me? She goes, yeah, like ever since we had the kid, she's like, I've been having dreams that you're cheating on me. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not like she's like, I don't know. It's I have dreams. I go to sleep and you sneak out of the house and you go to the bars and stuff. And I'm like, you think I'm way cooler than I actually am? Like, I don't uh, if it's past like 930, I'm too tired to do anything. There's also no women that work at the office. Like I'm gone. <laughs> right. I like there's there's no one here. So I, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where she jokes about it. But I'm like, you know, I, it, we're going on two months now. Like <laughs> something's going on. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go to therapy or something. Yeah, for real. OK, I swear I had had this really interesting BuzzFeed list pulled up. So now I have to go into my search history. <laughs> Now I have to see all the weird things that I've Googled so I can find this BuzzFeed quiz again. Hang on. I had a a BuzzFeed quiz or not a quiz, a BuzzFeed list opened up of 14 different ways people found out or discovered that their partner was cheating on them. And I was going to go through this. Let me see. Show all history. Maybe I can search it. There we go. I found it. Okay. So again, just a credit. This is from BuzzFeed. I will list it in the episode description. So the first one, it says, In 2017, I took my significant other to a luxury hotel in Miami. And as usual, I was paying for everything. After a day, I had to go to the hospital. I was in the ICU, literally fighting for my life. The day I was to be discharged, he tried to convince the entire staff I needed to stay longer. Five years later, I found out why. I found photos he had hidden of him and another woman sitting in the exact same chairs at the beach where we always sat. There were a number of of intimate photos as well. He looked so happy with her. Oh my God. Okay. Conspiracy theory. Do we think this man 
got his partner in the ICU. Well, that's what I'm like. What got you in the ICU to begin with? Um, and also, why did the guy take photo evidence? Like, that's the other problem there. Like, don't don't have evidence. Yeah, rookie my mistake, my guy. Mm-hmm. I also discovered a picture on my phone from the hotel security camera of him bringing roses into the hotel for her. This man had a plan. He never yeah. brought me anything while I was in the hospital. I'm quite sure he was pretending to be some kind of very financially well-off person as he took her to Chanel, Bulgari, Tiffany's, and more. He apparently has continued to contact this woman, and I found out much later that he tried to fly to see her just days after we got back, after you got out of the hospital, my girl. I'm also, pretty- that's probably why he wasn't paying for anything with her. He was buying all this other stuff. No, literally. Okay, number two. Years ago, my cousin was dating this girl for around six years, and we all liked her. So he called her house one day to take her out to find out that her husband picked up the phone. He had no idea she was married. Oh, awkward. Can you imagine if um if let's let's say Nicole's intrusive thoughts get to the best part, and she's like, you know what? I'm actually going to go out and cheat on Justin, and then oh you my gosh. Justin, are you fight, flight, or fawn? What are you doing in that situation? If I find the guy? If you find him? If I find it happening, like, in the process, I feel like... If he calls you. Oh. Well, if he calls me, I'm just going to get angry. And, like, if I'm with Nicole, then obviously we're going to have a conversation. But if, if he were there, I still feel like my anger would be more directed at Nicole than than maybe him. Because, like, I didn't have uh, that guy's a nobody to me at that point. Nicole's the one that's in my life, and she's the one that did that. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, I would be mad at the guy for doing it, but I'm also like, you are, who are you? You're no one to me. Nicole's the one that I'm with and the one that cheated on me. So now I'm upset with you for betraying that trust. Yeah. She's the one that professed in front of your friends and family vows of everlasting love. Right. Although uh, we did what it, she took out till death do us part. I, she said she didn't want me to have that out. Wait, she took out till death do us part. Yeah, because when we die, she doesn't want me to just leave her still. So we're together after we die. <laughs> You're <laughs> shitting me. No, yeah, we didn't. We never said till death do us part. So I was like, she she even joked about it afterwards. She's like, yeah, we didn't say till death do us part. So even if you die, you don't get out of it. She intentionally took that out or that was just how the vows came I, I think she took it out because she didn't want to like reference death in the wedding ceremony. That's it's so classic though. It's like I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it was the commandment that a lot of women take out. It's like where you have to obey your husband. Like, yeah. Which I'm pretty sure she took that out too. <laughs> <laughs> Does that mean I can take out for richer or poorer and just say yeah. for, rich, for richer yeah. or richer? For rich, for rich and healthy, if sickness and, and poor, you, I'm out. That's my out. Yeah. If we're making amendments, let's start there. I could care less about the death part. We'll matter there. Yeah. Okay. Number three, I found out my partner was cheating on me back when Facebook was still a new phenomenon and people didn't quite understand how it worked at the time. I was 16 and my boyfriend broke up with me that summer. A few weeks later, he decided that he made a mistake and we got back together. But in that time, he had gotten back together with his ex and had chosen not to break up with her before returning to me. He figured he could make a new Facebook profile (laughs) in which he could be in a relationship with her and (laughs) add all his same friends to the old one so that it looked legitimate. He didn't realize that A, our mutual friends would say something and then B, I could then just go directly to his profile and see that. 
Before confronting him, though, I definitely reached out to her because I didn't want her to find out suddenly one day and be hurt. I didn't blame her for it. He was the one in the wrong and she was appreciative. She and I <laughs> both broke up with him and he ended up alone. Old social media was absolute chaos. Like, I, or, were you old enough to do the, like the poking, like Facebook poking? Yes, because that's how boys in your class would hit on you. Yeah. Like Jason from pre-algebra, just like poke, poke, poke. And that's how you, that's also, oh my God, what I loved about Facebook was there was always like a handful of guys. And by a handful, I mean like two or three guys that would just message every girl yeah. in the class just to see if he had a shot with them. Not even that. The the move with MySpace when you could pick your own song would be like you if there was a girl you liked and they were in a relationship, you just every once in a while would check their MySpace, right? And the song would be some happy Britney Spears, whatever. And then all of a sudden it would change to like a dashboard confessional, sad emo song. And you'd be like, oh, it's happening. They're <laughs> breaking up. And then you just wait for it to be the sad song. And then what you do is you put that song on your iPhone or I was an iPod at the time and you would put your headphones on and then you would walk past them blasting that same song. And then every single time it was like, oh, my God, you like this song? And I'm like, I do. We need Justin with the Riz. <laughs> that I was, was the move. I was not that smooth in middle school. Yeah, that was the move. I, that was like, uh, that was the thing is you listen to their song. I like, I look back at, I hear songs now on like, you know, our alternative station. They do like an emo throwback and it'll play. And I'll be like, why was this song my MySpace song for like two years? <laughs> <laughs> okay, number four. I always had my suspicion that my ex was cheating on me with multiple women. But one day I got home. I was living most of the time with him and there was a folded piece of paper on the bed on my side. I opened it to see what it was. It was a note from his girlfriend of 10 years. Oh, we had been dating two years at that point. She had written him a letter when he broke up with her because she refused to help pay his rent that month. The letter let me know everything. She helped with his bills. They only saw each other every two weeks. And they started dating when she was very young and he was not so young. Mm. I started piecing things together over the past two years. He refused to come to Yosemite on a trip because his dad couldn't be left alone and was actually code for it being his girlfriend's birthday mm. weekend. When we needed stuff from the grocery store, we would go to one. We we would go to one one, two, well, I don't know what this says. We we would go to one, two miles away instead of a one block. Instead of the one, this is not English. Okay. Instead of the <laughs> one block from his place because she worked there. Damn. Girlfriend of 10 years. Here's the thing though. Like at some point, there's got to be like a statute of limitations. If I'm cheating on you for two and a half years, you're not allowed to get mad at me anymore. Like I've won. I, I've done it for that long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's gone on for two and a half years. You think you should get a, a hall pass? Yeah. Like, like, like it's one of those things it's like, wait, you're cheating on me. And it's like, oh, but it's been over two years. You can't be mad at me now. Because <laughs> I've hidden, I've hidden it well enough. So I've hidden it so well. Yeah. It's not that's gotta, you. It's got to be so hard to do. For two years juggling two different like lives like that's I, I, I'm honestly impressed, but also disappointed, <laughs> disappointed in his character. But also, buddy, props to you for your sneak. Yeah, <laughs> that's got you got to be some kind of narcissist to be able to run two lives like that. 
Yeah, you need a special kind of therapist to help with that crazy. Yeah. Okay, number five. I had known this girl for several years and dated a bit through college a couple of times. We had both graduated and had been dating long distance for a while, and I had a ring. One night, I saw her tagged in some pictures on Instagram of her wedding. I dodged a bullet, but I really feel bad for the other guy who I don't believe ever knew about me. <gasps> Ooh. Well, at this point, it's too late to say anything. Like, it wouldn't do any good. No, yeah. Again, it's one of those, like, statute of limitations things. Like, it's over. It's past. No need to bring it up. Everyone's happy. Dude, you have to live with that guilt, though, all alone. I personally, yeah. I would be leaving. You know what? Maybe I wouldn't say anything, but I would leave, like, that that side eye emoji on all the, <laughs> on the posts. Every time. And just, he'd have to delete it every time. Like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> bombastic side eye. Okay, number six. It wasn't much of a relationship, but we'd been friends for 10 years prior, which stings a little more. I found out after we broke up that he'd been cheating the entire time. The girl even ended up pregnant. I Mm. made a friend around that time who was roommates with the other girl and got the whole scoop. You think that friend was like, like, yeah, like trying to befriend her so that she could like find out about everything. Like, I need to know this person so I can tell her everything. Well, that's a good friend. I mean, in you know, I hope it all worked out because she was she got pregnant. Dude, Mm. that's a good friend. I love my friends. but I don't know if they love me that much. (laughs) I don't know if I love my friends that much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, number seven, my now ex-husband handed me his phone while he was driving and asked me to turn on Spotify. His apps were arranged in alphabetical order, so I couldn't help but notice the Tinder flame next to Spotify. We met on Bumble. I wasn't on Tinder, but he was. And when we decided to make things official, we deleted our dating apps together, so I knew Tinder on his phone meant he used it recently. Mm. I kept my composure and kept saying, Spotify is taking forever to open. While I went through all the messages he had sent to the those women in the last 11 months. The kicker, I discovered this four days after my dad passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. And saw the dates he was messaging women, things like, hey, sexy, want to be FWB? It was literally the same message to every girl. He was messaging them on Christmas Eve and day and during the week my dad was in hospice. He was supposed to be my support but was messaging girls hoping hoping to hook up while I was sitting next to my dying father. I had also allowed him to move in with me rent-free because his business was struggling. Mm. To me, this reminds me of the statistic that says that women are more likely to get left if they get sick. And so- Really? I, yeah, I honestly, I could spew out some statistics right now, but they would be totally wrong. My memory is not that good, but it's like <laughs> wildly skewed. It's like, seven percent of women will leave men if they get sick and for men it's like 33 percent or something wild interesting yeah because i'm that's always something i've thought about like if if i got sick i would want nicole to leave me like don't i don't want to put you through that like if i'm going through chemo i'm going to be miserable like just you know but if you let's say let's say worst case scenario happens justin let's say Mm -hmm. you get diagnosed with terminal cancer tomorrow Mm mm-hmm wouldn't let's say you have one year left. Wouldn't you at least want Nicole for that one? And wouldn't you think that she would want one last year with you? She probably would. I would want to rip the bandaid off and just like disappear. And I like, I, here's the thing is like, my brain would work so crazy. Like Nicole, I, I wouldn't want her to have to go through that. And then all my friends who like, I talk to a lot, but don't get to see that often. 
I wouldn't want them to know either because then I then in that last year, all I'm thinking is, are they hanging out with me because they know I'm going to die in a year? Is that the only reason they're all here right now? Like, you know, I would just honestly, not saying ideal situation, but if that were to happen, I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights, make it spicy. My margaritas, make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you gotta have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't got to worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. It's finally not a miserable temperature outside, which only means one thing. Summer is coming up. And let's make one thing clear. There is hibernation Abby and there is summer Abby. And summer Abby likes to feel light and healthy. That's why I've been trying out meals from Factor. They've got meals shipped to your house that are super easy to heat up in a jiffy. And you're probably like, ew, refrigerated meal. That must be so unhealthy and gross. No, I can confirm these are delicious. And they have so many different options like calorie smart, keto, protein plus, or vegan and veggie. You can also add on more than 60 add-ons every single week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. You get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factors ready-to-eat meals so you can get back to doing what you love this spring and you don't have to clean anything up. Head to factormeals.com slash breakup50 and use code breakup50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code breakup50 at factormeals.com slash breakup50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. So like in my mind, just like disappearing to like, I don't know, Wyoming and living in the woods until the year's over. Like I, I would just go, I'd just be gone. And everyone would be like, where'd he go? I don't know. It's, it's just over. I'm out. You'd be hanging out with Kanye in Wyoming. Yeah, probably. We'd be at Jackson Hole. We'd be having a good old time. Oh, that's a horrible way to go. And I also feel like that does a service to the friendships that you've made. Like you don't even really get to honor the last 30, 31 years that you've had with these people. I I agree. But I don't know. Like, again, I would just be like, you know, like say it's that one friend, like my one roommate who like maybe we've seen each other once or twice since we graduated. If I hung out with him in that one year in my mind, I'm like, you're only here because I got cancer. You know, like you're not here because we were able to finally make something work out. You just made it work out faster because, you know, I don't have any time left. You're a better person than me. <laughs> me I'm going on a, I'm going on a worldwide tour. I'm making I'd probably be doing that, too. I'd be like, let's go crazy. I'd be in Vegas. I'd be, you know, going a little wild. Positano. I'm going to Lake Como and I'm making everyone come with me and everyone's taking a photo of me because you're all you're all going into debt so that I can go party. (laughs) (laughs) What does it matter to me? I I won't need the money in a year. Yeah, exactly. Okay, my boyfriend asked for us to do therapy. I didn't really understand why four months into it. 
I found out he cheated on me and I broke up with him immediately. Oh, that one's not that interesting. Well, maybe he was trying to go to therapy to like fix his problems. Like whatever was wrong, he thought he could fix it. And I guess not. Well, that's actually kind of lovely. Oh, I kind of I mean, love yeah, but I mean, like he still cheated on her first. Like, yeah, but at least you know what? I not to not to say that cheating's ever OK, but I do think if somebody's a serial cheat, cheater, I definitely think that means that there's a deeper issue. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like be, this person recognized that he had a deeper issue, wanted to fix it. But, you know, it came out it still ruined yeah. that relationship at that time. Yeah came out and I don't blame this person for seeing it as a deal breaker because it's a deal breaker. Of course. It should be. Number nine. A few years ago, I had been dating my ex for about eight months. And the entire time, I was extremely suspicious of one of her friends. But every time I brought up the fact that I felt like the friend, but every time I brought up that I felt like the friend definitely had a thing for her, she told me she was nothing more than a friend. Then one night, I got the we should be just friends text from her. Okay, sure. Whatever. The relationship was going downhill anyway. A few days later, her bio had changed to a date a week before we had broken up. The friend had the same date in her bio. Mm. They had been dating for at least a week and they were messing around for who knows how long before she had the guts to leave me. She tried to hit me up a year later to apologize and say that she regrets what she did. I simply told her that was her problem and not mine. We have not spoken since. Ooh, that that seems like that one that we were talking about. Like, do you bring it up when you're suspicious? Their their answer to you is pretty much going to tell you whether you should continue to be suspicious. One hundred percent. I do mm-hmm. kind of feel bad for the two people who ended up in a relationship because it's sort of like awkward like when you're dating somebody and like you meet somebody else and you don't it feels wrong to have a crush on somebody but like that person might just be a better fit for you and that could be really complicated so i kind Mm -hmm. of yeah no i agree and and you know that's part of life is figuring out the fits and and where things are and sometimes like you sometimes two people could be so perfect for each other but just at two different points in life And that just makes them not compatible at that point. Yeah. Okay. Number 10. So in college, I met this guy at an orientation activity. We were into each other, but I let him know that I wanted an open relationship only while I was at school. He was very much not in favor of monogamy. We started dating and I was surprised he never dated anybody else. I went home for Christmas and he went radio silent. When I came back, he was cagey. It took a few weeks, but I finally got out of him that he really wanted an exclusive girlfriend committed to only him and that he connected with a high school crush over vacation. He was dating her. We agreed to be just friends. Fast forward a few weeks and I'm talking with a mutual college friend who burst out that she was dating him and that it was a long time coming after a semester of flirting and how he wanted to wait to tell people, but she was so happy she needed to tell someone. I was confused. Later, I asked him about his girlfriend back home and he told me that it didn't work out actually and would i like to hook up that weekend so weird to me i hear this and i think this guy is just in the boat of like you know how they always say men put women in three boxes it's like the hookup box the dating box and Mm -hmm. friend box Mm -hmm. she was in the hookup box and i think he just said the monogamy thing to just make sure she knew she was in the hookup box without being rude yeah yeah, and and I've always noted like I I just don't think like the the 
I don't think that works, right? I, I know there's some people and some couples that can make that work. So like, I, maybe it's a mindset thing, but like, I, I, it's not the same thing. But like in a friends with benefits situation, it was very not enjoyable, and it got very ugly before it got better. If that makes sense, like, hey, are you talking about your own situation? Yeah, WWE. Yeah, we were, we were again. It was high school, so it's like high school shit, but. You know, we were friends with benefits and I wanted it to be more and it wasn't. And then I ended up being like, okay, fine. Well, if I'm like able to hook up with other people, then I will. And I went and hooked up with her best friend at the time and that did not go over well. And it turned into a very big argument. And then we were exclusively dating. I remember this. You told me this. I remember thinking like, wow, Justin has such like a, like a sly little slooty history i'm i'm very convinced like i look back at that situation i'm very convinced her friend didn't like that we were like friends with benefits and so she was like willing to test the strength of that friends with benefits relationship (laughs) and that's how things went the way they went so i i really do believe that like that's what happened again i don't want to put words in her mouth or her thoughts or whatever it was but that's the way I think about it now. Like I perceive it as that. All right. Okay. Number 11. <laughs> we were together for six years. When I found out, I decided last year to go back to school for nursing. I was visiting his place and in a different room studying for finals and overheard him talking on the phone while watching TV. He was definitely wine drunk. I went to go sit oh. next to him and could hear a female voice. He quickly ended the call. And when I asked him who he was talking to, he said it was his guy friend. The next week, The end of March was his 50th birthday, and I got him a nice bottle of whiskey, knowing he'd get drunk and pass out. I took his phone and saw all the girls he was messaging on Facebook. It was gross. He'd message different girls, asking them to show their boobies like he was 12 years old. A couple (laughs) couple days later, I cleaned out all my stuff from his apartment and sent him a pic of one of the messages. That's when he blamed me and said it was my fault since I wasn't giving him enough attention or spending time with him. Going to school and trying to be a nurse. Also, he's 50. Wait, dude, I skip. I was, we were together for six years when I found out the next week, the end of March was his 50th birthday. Well, maybe she was, yeah. Older? Was she, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe she's, she's older. older. I just, I, I, I heard going to school. So I thought young. And so then I heard 50. I was like, oh my God, this guy's like so much older. I'm going to take a wild guess and say that this is an older person who, Oh yeah. I decided last year to go back to school for nursing. Okay. So it's not like a 22 year old or anything. Right. I was like, Oh my gosh, a 22 year old and a 50 year old and the 50 year old's cheating. He's horrible. Not that we're age shaming, but you know, it's still, but that's a big part of that story. Right. If there was an age difference. No, 100%. Okay. Number 12, my husband cheated with at least three other women over at least four years, starting even before we got married. We worked in other countries a lot. So our relationship was long distance for seven months at a time, but I thought everything was dandy until his coworkers started reaching out to me to tell me what the hell he was doing. It's been a process. Mm. I've Mm. heard that, that the, the worst professions to date and marry are the ones where there's a lot of distance involved. I, and again, that's like why long distance relationships in general are tough is like, you know, it, you haven't seen anybody for a while. You're feeling lonely, even though you're talking and then you go out and somebody fills that void for a few minutes and mistakes are made. Mistakes are made, you know, like that's how it goes. 
Justin is really underselling these Casanovas. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I went on a date with a pilot recently. One of the beautiful perks of living in Atlanta. And I, the entire time I was sitting there, I was just like, he's a pilot, Abby. Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. He's flying around. Although the perks is like he could fly you to Hawaii. Yeah, but do the perks outweigh the impending doom I would feel every time I look <laughs> at the statistics of how many pilots cheat on their wives? Um, yes, probably don't don't look at those. <laughs> Although I would want, <laughs> for other selfish reasons, I would want to date a pilot specifically because I was watching all those UFO congressional hearings. And apparently, like a lot of pilots just have seen UFOs and just never report them. Like 95% of like- Pilots. Oh, so yeah, I want to. I want to see all those. I want to hear about those too. I'm like so about the conspiracy theories. Let's go. Okay, <laughs> last two, number thirteen. I found out my ex had been cheating on me after we split up. I always thought he was, but I had no way to prove it. We were talking one day a few months after we split, and when I asked him, he told me he had a few times. I wasn't even mad. I actually felt relieved and was glad I had already gotten out of that relationship. Well, there you go. Love that. Good for you. I'm about it. Last one, best one. A woman in my college class started telling me about her friend who got pregnant with the guy she was seeing, but hid the pregnancy from him and claimed it was her ex's. She showed me a picture of the guy and yep, it was my ex who was dating me when he got this girl pregnant. Bullet dodged on that mess. Yeah, Yeah, that one. That one's a hard one to follow, honestly, but that's crazy. That's why we did it last. <laughs> I'm like trying to, I was like, wait, I want to know. So this connection here, that was, that I was a know, tough one. I want to know who fessed up and was like, hey, like, you know what I mean? Is it, do you think it was somebody in the class who was like a bystander being like, oh my gosh, I like, I saw them out together, but I'm pretty sure they posted a photo on Facebook. Like that person is a real MVP. Well, and it's like at some point, someone's going to be like, you know, the kid doesn't look like you or, you know what I mean? Like, like, the, like that person look that kid looks a little bit more like this person over here fraternity tests in 2023 are very accessible so i hear mm-hmm. yeah, i would imagine i would imagine so although i you know from a kid's standpoint i feel like it's pretty you you look at a kid and you're like yeah that's that's your kid they look like you well coworker <laughs> justin thank you so much for coming on and and shooting this shit with me always appreciate it always a good time yeah thanks for having me it's fun don't forget tickets are still on sale for the breakup breakdown brunch happening in atlanta georgia on september 23rd you can check out ticket information in the episode description